this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we have Stephen Tucker, President and CEO of the Northland Workforce Training Center. It's a super amazing program. He does a much better job of, of explaining and talking about it, so I'll leave that to him. But this is such a great benefit to our community, and everybody around town is, is excited for its opening, which, which should be in the next few weeks, actually, this, this summer they're shooting for. So give it a listen, and that's it. Enjoy. Thank you. So for, for those that don't know, what is the Northland Workforce Training Center? So the Northland Workforce Training Center is the sim- signature workforce initiative under Governor Cuomo's Buffalo Billion. It was birthed out of the Regional Economic Development Council that was um, put together about seven or eight years ago. And the whole purpose is to train and prepare West New Yorkers for careers in advanced manufacturing in the energy sector. And what's your background? What do you what do you bring to the role? You're the inaugural president and CEO, yes, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, inaugural president and CEO. Um, Fifteen years of workforce uh, development experience. I actually started out as a job developer on a reentry program, um, assisting ex-offenders obtain employment, improve their skills, and move up within the companies that they were working at. Um, eventually moved up to vice president of workforce programs with the Urban League of Greater Cincinnati, where I oversaw a budget of about three and a half million dollars, 16 staff members, 10 programs. We placed about 600 individuals in jobs, generating about $4 million um, every year of economic impact through their wages. And eventually I was recruited by United Way of Greater Cincinnati to lead um, a partnership called Partners for a Competitive Workforce. I eventually moved up there as the assistant executive director, in my three years there, I also convened a sector partnership in advanced manufacturing as well as construction. So I think um, what attracted the recruiters to recruit me for this position was my background in workforce development, providing direct services, along with my background of managing sector partnerships for manufacturing and construction. Right. So at the at the training center, what skill sets are, are students going to be obtaining when they attend? So um, the whole purpose of the training center, again, is to prepare individuals for careers in advanced manufacturing and energy. And this came out of uh, labor market analysis, supply and demand analysis, and we're projecting the need to fill 20,000 advanced manufacturing jobs and energy jobs in the next 10 years, mainly due to uh, retirements. And these are jobs like machinists, CNC operators, welders, um, electricians, um, energy utility line workers. So those are five of the programs that we're going to have at Northern Workforce Training Center, along with um, machine tool technology. So training individuals for those specific occupations is our primary focus um, in our inaugural year. And you mentioned, you know, diving into labor market data. Uh, have you have you talked with manufacturing companies in the region to help? develop the curriculum and, and see exactly what their needs are. And that was the whole beauty of this opportunity, in my opinion, um, the level of industry engagement. Um, the collaboration was formed about three years ago with the entity called Economic Development Group. It consists of the Buffalo Niagara Manufacturing Alliance, Buffalo Urban League, Catholic Charities, and Goodwill. The industry partner is Buffalo Niagara Manufacturing Alliance, which consists of over 200 small, medium, and large enterprise companies in manufacturing. 
Um, they employ 20,000 workers. They have about 3,000 job opportunities available right now that they can't fill. So they worked with um, our educational partners, Alfred State and SUNY Erie, to develop the curriculum. So develop the curriculum for welders and machinists and CNC programmers and industrial electricians, as well as identify the equipment to train the students on. So not only with the did they have influence over the curriculum, but also the equipment. All right. And can you talk a little bit about the significance of the project being uh, at Northland Avenue and, and the east side of Buffalo? So it's a it's a huge significance because back as late as um, the late 1990s, that area, the Northland Beltline, used to employ hundreds, if not thousands, of workers. We had companies like uh, Curtis Wright, Otis Elevator, Clearing Niagara, um, on heavy industrial presence. And when those companies closed, the jobs dried up and the community kind of deteriorated. So it was a part of uh, Mayor Byron Brown's vision to revitalize the east side. So um, the total investment in the training center is about $65 million, but the overall investment in the east side in the Northland Beltline Corridor is about $120 million. So we believe that we can transform this community um, to what we're calling the Advanced Manufacturing Corridor to be very similar to the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus. How many students are you going to have annually? So um, our goal is to train between 300 and 400 students annually. Um, right now, we look to have an inaugural student body of about 200 individuals, and we'll enroll another 200 or 100 or so in January and keep that rolling enrollment going. So uh, 300 to 400 students is our goal annually. And applications are open right now, correct? Applications open right now. Um, we do have some entry-level requirements. Tenth grade literacy and numeracy must be a resident of the state of New York because this is college, and we're going to leverage several funding sources to pay the tuition for college. But ultimately, um, we need individuals who are motivated and desire careers in advanced manufacturing and energy. Right. So fast forward one year from today. Maybe you come back and be a guest on our podcast again. Yes. Uh, you know, how are you, what's the mechanism to place students in jobs? We talked a little bit about the collaboration with industry, but, you know, are you going to have someone on staff or is it a, a dedicated program? So this is a collaborative approach. Uh, partnering with Goodwill, Buffalo Urban League, and Catholic Charities, these organizations have 300 years of experience of providing outstanding services in the community. So um, Goodwill will serve as our main placement organization. We're going to offer a talent um, staffing type of mechanism where um, the businesses can try it before they buy it. They can hire our students through Goodwill on a temporary basis, let them um, demonstrate their competencies, and then if they decide to hire them on full-time, they can do so. So with the Buffalo Niagara Manufacturing Alliance being a partner, they've already committed to hiring our graduates if they graduate with the competencies um, that they will get going through the training. So we have a built-in placement strategy. As a matter of fact, our placement strategy requires us to place at least 75% of our graduates in jobs, making between $15 and $20 an hour. So we're very excited about that, but we have a, a system in place to make sure we accomplish that. And what was the number of, of job openings that we're going to need to fill, I think? Over it's 20,000. Over five years? It's about five to ten years, and it's mainly due to um, retirements. Yeah. In both the advanced manufacturing and the energy sector, we have an aging workforce and a non-existent pipeline. And there are several reasons why the pipeline, you know, is non-existent. Number one, 
students are just not aware of these outstanding opportunities as a machinist, as a welder, as a plumber, right, as a pipe fitter. All the skilled trades have outstanding career opportunities and young people are not aware nor are they attracted to those positions. Those positions, for whatever reason, um, they've been kind of devalued throughout the United States, uh, but they pay great wages. Average wages for advanced manufacturing is about $47,000 a year in Western New York. Average wages for utility workers in Western New York is about 50000 So if we can make the students aware of the opportunities, make the opportunities look attractive to those students, and then provide them with the technical training that they need to acquire those positions, that's the whole strategy behind Northland. Right. How do you how do you think you do that? How do you make it attractive to to kids to want to come to Northland? I mean, is it having that kind of campus and it's it's a combination. It's having that kind of campus as well as exposing them to real um, real life awareness opportunities within the manufacturing sector. And, and here's an example. So we have great companies like Moog, like um, National Grid like um, Odeker that have clean environments where they are manufacturing high precision parts to print. It's not your old grandfather's manufacturing where it's dirty, where it's dark, where it's dank, where it's repetitive. It's really high technical using computers, using autom automation, using robotics, and students are just not aware of that. So we look to host several industry tours where we connect students and bring them into those companies so they can see office spaces so they can see the lab spaces um, have them shadow for a day um, a machinist or a welder or an electrician so they can see you know what they do on a day-to-day -day basis as well as the highly technical competencies necessary to do those jobs right you have to be highly skilled to manufacture a part to print that is a mission critical part that's going in an aerospace um, product or um, in an airplane or in an automobile and a lot of times people don't connect that little individual part to its life-saving critical component whether it's in a medical device or a hospital or in a car so explaining all of that to students and exposing them to students um, of course it's not for everybody but we think it is for the right individuals right so you're coming from Cincinnati like we talked about um, are there any strengths or programs that you learned there that you think Buffalo could benefit from? Definitely. So um, one of the ones um, is called the Federation for Advanced Manufacturing Education, Kentucky Fame. So Kentucky Fame was developed by Toyota. Um, the reason why they developed this program is because it's no problem for Toyota to hire skilled workers, right? They put it ad in the paper, they get the best of the best. The problem was they were kind of impacting their downstream supply chain. So those companies that were their suppliers were being impacted. So they wanted to be a leader and develop um, a strategy to lift up the overall quality of the labor pool for manufacturing. So Kentucky Fame is an apprenticeship program where students go to school two days a week, they work three days a week, they stay in this program for two years and they get an associate's degree. That's a strategy where the students are earning while they are learning and in addition to learning the theoretical skills in school, they're getting hands-on practical experience within those companies. It's been very effective in other parts of the country, and um, we look forward to bringing something like that similar to Western New York and Buffalo. Yeah, and that, that feels like another way to entice people to want to go into advanced manufacturing. Exactly. Earn, earning while you're learning. There's 
there's kind of a dual benefit. Earning while you're learning is a dual benefit. Um, having the cost of your education um, taken care of by your partner employer or by financial aid, another benefit, student loan is, is student loan debt, I should say, is, is crushing our country, especially younger people who want to get an education, but the cost of that education is just out of reach. So having those earn and earn models where the education is you know, taken care of either from their company or through grants is another way to get people um, in the pipeline. So the Northland Workforce Training Center is kind of the talent part of the equation. And we talked about the, the concept for the entire campus. The other part of the equation is the companies and the industry. Buffalo Manufacturing Works will be moving to the yes. corridor. Uh, Insight Consulting. Yes. We've actually had um, both of those organizations on our podcast okay. as well. And most recently, Liz Callahan from Buffalo Manufacturing Works. Yes. And she was excited for the move and talking about GGs and everything. Yes, yes. Um, but how important or how meaningful is that juxtaposition of, of you being the talent and then that industry support all in one? I think it's critical because um, when companies can't find good talent in an area, they have two options. They can automate, which will eliminate jobs and people, or they can relocate. So we believe by partnering the Northland Workforce Training Center with Buffalo Manufacturing Works, who has the resources and the expertise for innovation and research and development with Insight Consulting, which is the local MEP process improvement, all in one central location, we can use that strategy as an attraction tool to attract other manufacturers from outside of the region. Because when companies are looking to relocate, one of the main concerns that they have is, what is the quality of the labor pool? What resources are available to me if I wanna um, innovate and, and, and bring on a, an emerging product or an emerging strategy? Who can I help? Who can I get to help me with my process improvement? And we're gonna have all those resources right there within the same facility. Yeah, the, uh, the first question we get most often when we're talking to companies to try and get them to expand or relocate to Buffalo is is labor, which is why this Correct. this issue is so important. And even um, the location um, of the training center being in the inner city uh, with access to public transportation, access to neighborhood residents, that, that impacts one of the main barriers to um, finding a job, transportation. Right. Oftentimes companies relocate in, in areas that don't have the infrastructure of transportation where Northland is in, in, you know, on the main thoroughfares in the city of Buffalo. So they thought about that when they thought about the location of where to place the training center. Yeah, and the campus is going to have the amenities to attract yes. people as well with, with the new restaurant. And I know an ATM, I think, is An ATM is um, projected to be there. Uh, we're working with a couple of banks to see if we can entice them to relocate there. Um, you mentioned the restaurant Gigi's. We're, we're working with Gigi's. They, they've been a staple in, in the West New York area. They've even agreed to bring on some healthy options. Uh, so we're really trying to think of everything um, to make sure that this campus is an attraction and a beacon of what's to come in West New York. Right. And how long have you been in Buffalo now since you, since you moved? So I actually uh, moved here last August, so okay. about 10, 11 months, and um, the transition has been outstanding. A lot of support from local government, from state government, from our educational partners, from our community-based organizations, and all stakeholders. I think Buffalo is undergoing a renaissance, and um, I'm excited to be a part of that. 
Yeah, so that was my question. What's what's the feedback you've heard from uh, neighbors in the east side? Because I know this is stirring a lot of excitement for people to you see know, such investment. What's interesting, when I first came back in September and I was doing like the little neighborhood tour, you know, speaking to community members, speaking to community stakeholders, they were, uh, it kind of gave me the feeling that like they were feeling like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, right? But as we have progressed in the construction, as we have hired staff and conducted information sessions, now we have about 200 people in the pipeline. People are starting to believe in it and to believe it's it's an opportunity that they can benefit from. So um, things are, are really exciting at this point. Yeah, and there's even some of the, I, we were just talking off mic, I was there the other day. There's even some of the like uh, placemaking or neighborhood improvements. The yes. street is getting redone, all new curbs and the yes. parking lots and everything. I was amazed to learn that the entire project, the investment was about $120 million. So brand new streetscape, um, brand new parking lots, um, green spaces on both sides of the training center uh, with spaces for the public to come and relax and, and be a part of the renaissance that's happening there. So um, I think this comprehensive strategy I haven't seen it done anywhere in the U.S., and uh, we're excited to bring it on board and hopefully make, you know, the Northern Workforce Training Center a best practice where other regions will come and replicate this strategy. Yeah, and they're they're balancing all that updating with keeping a lot of the history of the building, which I thought was really neat. Yeah, we're going to have a couple of the cranes um, still available for usage in the buildings. Uh, we're going to have an area where we have a replica of the floor that was the um, original flooring that was in the building. This was a, a manufacturing plant where they made heavy presses. Um, so imagine um, a lot of oils being wasted and, and leaked onto the floor. So um, they used to use uh, woodblock flooring and it was uh, set up in a way that once the flooring was soaked with oil, they can you know shovel it up and pitch it out and replace it. So we're going to keep the replica flooring there, the cranes there. We're going to keep the original look of the, the windows there. This building was built in 1911, and we want to keep most of the original um, features as it is and, and, and showcase what used to happen on the um, east side of Buffalo. Right. And along with yourself and Buffalo Manufacturing Works and Insight Consulting, there's also going to be uh, space to be leased by manufacturers, yes. correct? So um, leased by manufacturers. Um, a hundred, um, the total, the numbers are 35 acres, um, 1 million square feet in industrial space once the whole project is complete. So, uh, that, that will be a major area where businesses should consider to relocate because all the infrastructure will be there and it'll be brand new. Um, we even have a, um, a power substation on the property as well. So we get property or we get power at a reduced rate then normal people get it as well. So I think that's also will be something to be, you know, desirable from our manufacturing partners. Right. Well, it's a it's a very exciting project. Thank you for coming on to Thank talk about it. Thank you for having it. me. I got a couple more Blizzard round questions for okay. you. Hard Shoot. hitting. Fast. Right. If you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Flavor of ice cream? Um, vanilla. Uh, book or TV show that you'd recommend? Um, seven... Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey. Text or phone call? Phone call. All right. You're Buffalonian now. Bills or Sabres? Bengals. <laughs> you actually helped us out. We made the playoffs. I know. So, That's Bills. Fine. 
Bills are my second team. Cincinnati Bengals are my first. You came at such a good time, right? When you know I took credit for that. They teamed up. That's yeah, right. That I was... made a phone call to Andy Dalton and said, "Hey, I need you right quick." And um, next thing I know, he threw a touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd. So it was pretty exciting. All right. Well, that's the best non-Buffalo answer you could have gave. <laughs> uh, hiking or skiing? Hiking. And chicken wings, drumsticks or flat? Drumsticks. All right. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. This has been great. Bell Ringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.